What's up, guys? Henry Walker coming at to you. Check it out. Heathen Culture Podcast. We're going to do something fun today. I've got Kalechi Mbunu in my office. Mbunu. Mbunu. My bad. My bad. The mad scientist training. Right now, I am hooked up to a new fit. The newbie by new fit. Um, awesome direct impedance machine. Uh, direct current impedance machine. Yes. Um, I'm actually doing rehab on my uh, on my knee right now. Uh, some people might know I was in a bad motorcycle accident in 2018. My knee hasn't been quite the same. Figure we'd do a podcast while he's torturing one of my knees. <laughs> so torturing. That's a, that's a really that's a really 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 good way to put it. Torturing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's solid. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna have some fun with it. We're gonna move the machine a little closer. So we got some cool news. Next week. We got our, our new system coming in. We're actually going to be full-on real podcast. Uh, we've got mics coming. We have headphones, interface, all that going to be here. So it's going to be kind of new. You're going to get a lot better sound quality coming because we decided to have some fun with this. We've already got some really cool downloads in like Germany and Chicago, Germany. Uh, Italy. Yeah, Germany. Germany. I, I, I have no clue. There's one in China too. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, hell yeah. Try nice. to knock off the heathen culture. Nice, let's get it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Kalechi. Yes. How long have you been with LBC? Uh, I've been with LBC for about the last six months. Yeah. It's been an amazing six months. Uh, made made a lot of progress as far as my personal business goes. So I'm, I'm very very thankful for being here for having you guys backing me in this uh in this little event in this in this bit uh, this business venture that I'm going into. So. It's it's been it's been a pretty good ride, man. It's been a pretty good ride. Awesome. So, like, you've been my buddy for a minute. Yeah. And so, when you first came here, like, like you had this fear of like not getting enough clients. Nobody's right. gonna the believe fear, this. The fear of not fucking up. <laughs> the fear of not fucking the fear up. Not fucking the fear up, of yeah. like, hey, I fucked my entire life up. I oh, think yeah. I think I'm gonna fall flat on my face. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. The, the 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 fear of owning a business. It's hard. It's it, no it, it was rough. It was rough. It was rough. Yeah. Like getting it off the ground. Especially with something like the newbie because a lot of people don't really know about the newbie. They kinda look at me like I'm training someone hooking them up to like a, a fucking workout Xbox. Yeah. So Well I mean, is 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 it a fucking tens unit or what? Don't even start with that, man. You know it's not a fucking tens unit. So <laughs> Uh, the difference between the newbie and a tens unit is going to be the type of current that it emits. So uh, there's this thing called the gate theory. It's going to be pretty, and and the the tens unit uses the gate theory. It pretty much blocks this the the neuromuscular connection between the brain and the muscle just to get you to not feel pain. That's what the tens unit does. What the newbie does is the exact opposite. It's gonna send a DC current through your neuromuscular system. Uh, it's gonna act as something called action potential. Uh, you can you can you can Google this shit. It's real. It's legit. Oh, it's all. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. People are gonna Google this. Yeah, no. So I'm also gonna Google you and just figure out. You know, like you're the whitest black dude on the planet. Ah, uh, no. Okay, look, look. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not a white black dude. Okay. <laughs> My parents raised me to speak properly. To use to enunciate. To enunciate exactly. Okay. Yeah, my parents. My parents taught me to enunciate my words to speak probably because I'm going to be speaking 
professionals. In order to be able to to speak to professionals, you have to speak using their yeah. own fucking lingo. And, and, and so. when you're when you're using a, a product like the new fit, like the newbie, um, you know, it, it, it not being a tens unit. It, you know, a tens unit just pops your muscle, it moves oh, yeah. it around. This is, this is, does a lot more. This is yeah. a medical device. It is a medical device. So what it does is it sends that DC current through your neuromuscular system to the brain, where the brain's going to take that uh, take that signal and send another signal straight back to that given muscle that the machine is attached to, and it's going to contract literally every muscle fiber in that given area. A TENS unit cannot do that. There's no possible for a TENS unit to do that because a TENS unit is AC current, not DC current. DC is going to be what's most compatible to Direct that signal. Yeah. DC. Well, exactly. It's going to be most compatible to that signal that your body uses to transmit signals through your, wait, to, wait, from your muscle, to, from your muscles to your brain and vice versa. I got you. So. Well, well as you know, the Heathen Culture podcast isn't about Fitness, although everything's recorded here at the gym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's nothing. Yeah, we, yeah. We, 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 you know, the thing is, is like this machine isn't just fitness related. Like it's, it's, it's rehab. I'm literally sitting here. I have this thing on both sides, on all four sides of my knee, most accurately. Ooh, you turn it up. I'm turning it up. <laughs> it hurts. Anyway, so this thing, like, it helps rehab the muscle. It helps. Make everything just get better. Helps you bend, me bend my knees. Helps it corrects firing patterns, loosens yeah. that muscle tissue up, fills that muscle tissue up with blood to accelerate the healing process, and we can do a lot more cool shit with it. Trust me. So, trust me. so part of this heathen culture podcast is the entrepreneurship side of things. It's it's about the hustle. It's not about the success. It's not about the the end game. Because you and I both believe. Uh, we're we're nowhere close to our end game. Oh fuck no! Yeah, hell no. We're just no, getting no started. One, yeah, no I'm just a, I'm just a, a, a hair further than you are, but so like, I want to talk about the struggle because your day to day life. Uh, previously, you know, for pre COVID, you know, yeah. you know, uh, PC and AC, pre COVID after COVID, your pre COVID life, you were you were working at a bar bouncing at night. Oh god, that was Making as much you're doing every side hustle you can think of yeah. to make your money. And the thing is is like people don't understand that when you're when you're starting your own thing and getting your shit off the ground and all that stuff, you have to hustle like that. Yeah. And like the big thing for you is like, you know, I told you just hey man, just stay with it. You know, keep working the desk, keep doing keep doing what you're doing. You're it's gonna take off. And now you know, post COVID. Oh fuck! He, he turned it up. Where are we at right now? <laughs> We're at thirty-three. Oh, we can go higher. Right. We can go higher. Let's take it up to thirty-eight, 38. or so. All right, all right. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and I'm now doing my knee without even trying. Yep. So, um, with everything going on, this is so hard to do during yeah. the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'll do this. So, I want you to talk about the struggle. I want you to talk about like. Like, like, people need to hear that about what it's actually like to take something and, and like, tell me about your support. Like, like at home, outside of the gym, we're all going to support you. You know, inside the gym, it's like, we got your back. You know, we're going to help you out. You know, we're going to get on the machine for you. We're going to pay for your time so people can see how it works. But, like, like 
like what about the home life? Was the family behind this? Was you know the extended family behind it? Truth be told, man, uh, they they, I, I, they weren't really behind it. I'm not even sure if they're still if, if they are behind it right now, but because uh, they they have no clue what I'm trying to do as far as this industry this industry goes. I mean, the newbie was I'm just using the newbie as a tool to get further and further into the game, uh, but. I truth be told, I don't, I don't, I don't really think they're fucking me like that. Fuck with you like that? I don't think they're fucking with it like that because I mean they don't really know the industry. They don't really know fitness. So, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I'm not getting much support from them. Truth I got told. you. I got truth you, man. Told, so. And that, and that's the hard part. I mean, yeah. that's uh, you know, with with everything that we've got going on in life, and and you know, especially starting out with something that is just so different. You know, it's one thing to go, oh, I'm going to be a personal trainer. Yeah. And people are like, oh, that's cool. You know, you work out. I can see that. But then you're like, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get, you know, a degree. And I'm going to start out with this company that basically is a, you know, a machine that you hook on people while they work out. That's just that's just different, man. It's like yeah, a different mindset. People don't really, they don't really understand the significance of what I'm trying to do with this machine. So... Uh, one thing that I was doing with the machine, I, I could have just been like a regular personal trainer. It would have been cool. It would have been fine. It would have yeah. been fine and dandy. But I wanted to do something different from what your average trainer is doing. I want something that separated, something that separated me from the pack. And I was for, for like the longest time I was hunting for that, hunting for that. Even through even through my college days, because during college I was still doing the whole bouncing thing, working at supplement shops, and that, that's that's another story for later. We, we can talk about uh, we can uh, talk Yeah, about we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that one later. Uh, just doing, like, different jobs throughout college. I even, like, had a job cleaning fucking carpets. <laughs> no shit. I know. Like, uh, like those little carpet cleaning companies, those steam cleaning companies. Okay. Yeah. No, I did, I did that for, like, a good, like, Bro, I sold Kirby job. vacuums. <laughs> like, seriously, I sold Kirby yeah. vacuums, like, I want to say I was, like, 20. And I, so, I sold Kirby vacuums because... Like, I was in college trying to get shit figured out, and uh, I went to Montgomery County up here. Like, yeah. Well, it's now Lone Star. Yeah. And, uh, like, I couldn't get a job, and I was living on my own. Like, I was on my own, and I was like, I'm going to sell vacuums. This <laughs> is case shit. $2,000 vacuums. It's nuts. I didn't even know vacuums costed that much. Oh, this thing's, like, stainless and weighs, like, 100 pounds. It was just ignorant. <laughs> Like Dyson, you know, you know, Dyson's like high. I was like, you know, I was like three hundred bucks for a vacuum is expensive. You know, yeah. this thing's two grand. They have financing on it. I was like, you That's- know, what's funny because uh, when I was a little kid, my mom had one of those, and we would fuck that thing up. So now I'm like understanding why she got mad whenever we fucked it up. Uh huh. She's <laughs> I, like, I kind of get it. I kind of get that. Now. I, I didn't realize those things were that expensive. Sorry, mom. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. If you're listening, I'm, I apologize. I apologize. I didn't do it, though. <laughs> I didn't do it. It wasn't me. All right. Oh, so, everything we got going on, I'm going to ask you a real personal question. Yeah, what's up? How you feel about all this, uh, this shit going on in the world, man? Shit is crazy, man. Um, I mean, you know... I'm over here exercising my white privilege. Oh God! That, that, you knew it's coming look, up. Not, okay, look, that was a joke between me and Henry. My my uncle had made a comment about him keeping his gym open, saying he's using his white privilege, white privilege to keep the gym open. I'm like, no, uncle, he's not using his white privilege. He's defending what he built. 
small business owners need to defend what they built. And I mean, they weren't really getting much help from the government, so they had to take matters in their own hands. Yeah. So he's uh, that. That's a story for another time. It's, it's just, but as far as what's going on in America right now, man, it's it's fucking crazy. Uh, it's just it's just a huge battle between two polar opposites. Yeah. Like, but the funny thing is, you will never ever ever find progress when you're that divided. You had to like, come to some kind. Of, yeah. You had to come come to some kind of middle ground. But like the both both so both sides are unwilling to come to that middle ground and. Things. I, I think uh, things, yeah. like everybody knows my my political background is yeah. you know I, I, I'm conservative leaning yeah. but I, I'm a libertarian like I, I think every drug should be legal yeah. I think uh, I think um, I have a really crazy idea and I've been talking about it this summer uh, but like I'm a libertarian I think like keep the government out of things you know let yeah. people you're like a don't fuck with me and I won't fuck with you type of person yeah. exactly yeah. That, that's and, that, and that's the best way to put it yeah. but I believe that most people live in a gray area you know like let's say let's, let's think of like a football field yeah. each end zone is far right far left yes 50 yard line is dead center I, I, I think I know where you're going with this I think I think everybody most I think most people are between the thirties. You know what I mean? Like if you think of it like that, like each each, each end zone is right yeah. and left. And then once you get like into like the, the into like the thirty to like the thirty to goal, yeah, yeah. that's like gonna be like the far side. Yeah, it's the yeah, far side. I agree with I I completely agree with that actually. I, I, th- I think I think most people are, you know, between the thirties. Yeah. You know, there's there's some that, you know, Lean a little further right, a little further left. Some that kind of stay in the middle, yeah. you know. And and that's the way I think of it. And and the thing is, is it seems like the people that are only being heard are the oh, people well, in the end zones, on the end zones. Yeah. yeah. And it sucks because that's not how everyone. That's everyone, not how the overwhelming majority of people feel. Yeah. It's not. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's injustice. Yeah. There is prejudice. There is racism. Yeah. There is all this stuff, but I don't think it is as um, prevalent as people as people are making it to be. Look, man, being a black kid who was born, it was, look, okay, I'll, I'll say this: as far as the whole inequality thing, it's and black people are gonna hate me for saying this. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 a, I'm a, I got you. I got you. They're gonna hate me for saying this, but my dad came here to the states. From a village in Nigeria. Yeah. So you're 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 actual African American. Actual African, like African American. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you are an American. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I, I'm American. I, I got I got the I got, <laughs> I got the I got both an American. Ines, ice, ice, <laughs> come get him. La migra. <laughs> no, but I got an actual American passport and Nigerian passport. Okay. In my car. Side by side, right next to each other. So, <laughs> right, because so, you scared you pulled over. You gonna pull? You gonna break out the? Uh, you gonna break out the accent on them? Go! I, I no, no. Honestly, my I used to be able to do the accent. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> that, that, that shit, that, no, shit was cold back in the day. <laughs> that was cold back in the day. I'm not gonna lie, bro. You used to talk like that. Bro. Girls like that in the club, didn't you? Don't play, Man, bro. I Panty got, dropper. I got so much play. If I did that. Panty dropper. Oh yeah, but I look. take you to my village. <laughs> right, we're, getting, we're, we're getting off track. No, no. Look, my dad was. He came to the states from a village in Nigeria, made something of himself. Uh, we did live. We didn't. Need, we didn't even live there. It was like 
What's your dad do? Huh? Well, my dad is actually dead now. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. He, he he passed about six years ago. Yeah, yeah. It was June first, twenty fourteen. Yeah. Uh, but he came to the states, made something of himself, moved him and his family to a predominantly white neighborhood, and we did fine. I was raised in the fucking suburbs. I can't necessarily tell you that I personally have experienced the ra- the the racism that most black people have. Yeah, I no. can't. I, I, no. I can't. I it's just I'm I'm fortunate enough to not have to yeah. go through that. But where was I? Where was I getting with this? Where was I getting with this? I forgot what I was getting with this. You said black people are gonna hate you. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, but they're they're gonna hate me because I personally have not experienced it. I've seen it, but I mean sometimes it's been like the stories have been like biased and things like that. You know, yeah. Yeah. But um. I can't, I can't necessarily say that I've experienced it, and I, I hope to God that I personally don't, because, I mean, no one wants to be judged. Yeah, and then, and, uh, being judged by by your skin color, by the melanin in your skin, or just how you look, you know, things like that, it's it's a hard thing to do. Let's see who that is. What are y'all doing? We're recording. <laughs> I gotta put a recording sign up, I guess now. Yeah, that, yeah, that would help. I'm gonna have to do that. That would help. All right, so, so you, you didn't experience racism, but like, then you went to San Marcos. Yeah, I went to San. Okay, yeah, so I left, I left Houston to go to San Marcos for a couple of years uh, for college, and even when I was out there, I mean, I kind of it was either. My mom wanted me to go to an HBCU. She did. And I, have, I don't really see a problem with it. I don't. I don't. What is that? A, a historical black university. Okay. HBCU. But I said I would rather, rather than doing that, because, I mean, at HBCUs, you're only, you're only around black people. And I have nothing, I have nothing against being black, black people, but you have your cliques of black people in San Marcos. You have your cliques of white people in San Marcos. You have your cliques of Asians in San Marcos. You have... It's like San Marcos was like a cultural melting pot. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I wanted to be around that rather than just be like around black people. Because yeah. the thing about, uh, how am I gonna say this without sounding terrible? Sound terrible. This is raw. How am I gonna say this without sounding terrible? Uh, it's cool. To sound terrible. Um, my sis, my sister, my sister, my sister, both my sisters do. Uh, my older sister and the sister who is youngest, like directly uh, below me. Uh, as far as age, they both they both go to HBCU. Well, one went to HBCU. She graduated. Congratulations, to her. And one's still going right now. But they came back hating white people. I'm like, dude. First off, the overwhelming majority of your friends from high school that you grew up with are white. We're white. Caucasian. Okay. Well, not 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 the older one. She was. She never really hung out with many white people. So I don't know. But the younger one, I was really surprised with her. So the overwhelming majority of her friends were not did not have the same skin color as she did. Yeah. So she came back from the HBCU completely different. Totally different new world like new world new views of like woke. So yeah, woke. She came back woke. Woke, woke is, as fuck. Yeah, that shit. And I mean, it's just like it 
that school completely changed it. And I don't, I don't want a school to completely, to completely change it. I wanted to be, I, I form my, I form my own opinions. Yeah. I form my own opinions about things. I'm not going to be influenced by whatever the fuck they teach you at school. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So it's just, it's crazy because it, it's just weird how the environment that you're in, how much of that can influence what your beliefs are. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. That's that, that's one of the reasons why I didn't go to an HBCU because I just didn't want to be spoon fed. Oh, uh, I think the word yeah, is yeah. indoctrinated. Indoctrinated, exactly. That's 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 the word. Uh, I'm not saying that HBCUs are bad. Historically, those are probably some of like the coolest places to be, due to the alumni that they have, like Martin Luther King, uh, Booker T. Washington, people yeah. like that. Historical black figures. Thurgood Marshall. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Historical black figures. They all went to those schools, came out, and like very, yeah. very well educated black men, like back in the days of like the civil rights era and things like that. So, shout out to HBC, HBCUs for that, but. There's also going to be a bad side. The whole indoctrination thing. I got you. And, uh, people shouldn't hate me for that. But, hey, dude, it's okay, though. Because I think, I think everybody just needs to talk about it. Like, yeah. if all we do is go, fuck you, motherfucker, you don't understand because you're white and I'm black and... No. It's, 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 you don't get nowhere. No. If it, Not at all. Don't get me wrong. I love to say fuck you. I, I, I literally you've heard me but say not it. for those reasons but not for those but reasons not for those reasons yeah. I, I, I say I, I use those words when someone has pissed me off done me wrong you know done me wrong personally not done me wrong as uh, uh, whether it's my skin color or what your beliefs are or your indoctrination or whatever if you've personally done me wrong I will say fuck you yeah. I don't care but if, you, if I don't know you from Adam I'm gonna be cool as shit with you. I don't care. Like, we can be cool. I'll, I'll, I'll buy you lunch. I don't. It's, it, I'm yeah. good with it. I think, and that's where like everything changes. That's where people don't understand that mindset. So that's kind of where I'm going with it. And then the other thing I've learned is, is, and I have this. I had a buddy of mine bring this up to me, and I think one of the reasons why you and I are so cool. Um, I think people who have lost a parent, yeah. we somehow find each other. Yeah. Like I lost my mom. At a very young age, I was thirteen when I lost her. I was, I was eighteen when I lost my dad. Too. So, I think people who lose their parents find each other, and I think, I think regardless of what's going on in our lives, like we're always able to find each other and be really cool with each other. Hey, man, I lost somebody that that brought me up that was my uh, my role model. You did the same thing, and, and just able to vibe. I think that's a really cool thing, and you just proved a point. I didn't even know your dad passed away. Uh, yeah, your mom passed away. Yeah. yeah. And just people like this find each other. And that's that's a cool thing. So what we got going on right now with this thing? Uh, I'm just going to slowly turn it up as we go. We're at 38. We're at 38. We're at 39. We're bringing it to like 42. So you ready? Okay, let's do it. Oh, shit. And keep, keep that knee moving. Come on. <laughs> keep that knee moving. Oh, my God. Oh, damn. Yep, the newbie is no joke, people. Uh, so let's talk about your new roommate. Ah, the which incredible one? which one, Mister JB Swole Osteen. Oh man, that's my guy. That's my that's my dude. I met him. Uh, actually, I met JB like February. I feel like I've known this guy for like a lot for a, yeah. for a much longer time than that. So no, 
that's my dude, man. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be helping him get ready for uh, his for the New York Pro. We're gonna be going out there. Uh, actually, uh, we're going out to Tampa for Hunter's for debut. Oh shit! Yeah, we're going out to Tampa because uh, there's another guy in Tampa who works with the newbie. Okay. Goes uh, by the name of Chris. Uh, they call him the Generator. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Some of the gayest names. <laughs> we, all, we all got nicknames. What's nah, yours? The Mad Scientist. Oh yeah, but that makes sense. Yeah. But the Generator it was because you're hooking you up to a power pack or something. I, I don't know. It was either the Mad, but for me, it was either the Mad Scientist or like or the Electric Sensei, one of the two. Ooh. <laughs> that was cold, right? That was cold. That, that was cold, cold oh, right? Yeah. Electric Sensei. Electric Sensei is gangster. Nice. That was nice. That was gangster. I'm not going to lie. Nice. That was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that, uh, I, no, pulled, no, I pulled a lead. Ooh, shit. I popped a lead. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Uh, my foot was on it. I'm going to route this motherfucker and figure out where it went. I think it was on this side. Yep. Yeah, it was on this side. Cool. But yeah, nah, it was. Yeah, but we're going to have to uh, see to. Uh, See Hunter first pro debut. So that's, that's gonna be kind of cool. But nah, me and me and JB, that's my that's my, that's my fucking dude, man. That's my that's that's good. That's good people. Now, are you ready for Mama Brown to come over? I've never met Mama Brown. You gotta tell me about Mama Brown. Charlene Francois. Charlene Francois. Francois Brown. This beautiful woman. She, you know, she Facetimes me. She does. Oh yeah. Oh, damn. His Mama Brown is awesome, dude. Like all of our uh, all of our apparel. Yeah. All of our apparel, the woven tags and stuff. Yeah. She she puts them on. Oh really? Yeah, I paid her to put them on. I didn't even know that. Yeah, she puts them on. She goes, oh, I'll do it for her. I'm like, I'm not letting you do something for free. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna pay you to do it. And she's awesome, man. Like, uh, this next week I'm gonna take. I mean, she's gonna come up here and uh, she's gonna work out. Slash, she's gonna be looking for booty in the gym. Wow. <laughs> man, she she trolls Facebook, like. Looking for like attractive white men to like throw it at. Somebody play it. Jamie's mom. Jamie's mom. Like wow. she, I showed her. Uh, uh, I showed her uh, Jason Lewis, uh, the the guy bald head with the yeah. got the two kids. Yeah. Yeah, and she goes, "Ooh, is he single?" I was like, <laughs> "I mean, he might be." She goes, "He he could be." You know, I put it on him. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I know where she gets from. Yeah, she, she goes. Hey Jason, like uh, on Facetime, made him blush. Now I know where JB gets this from. Wow, I'm not. You know, what? I'm not. I shouldn't be surprised. No, I shouldn't be surprised. No, no, no. Nah. The apple doesn't fall, fall far from the tree at all. No, nah. she and she, she's this is a cool person in general, man. Like I love that woman to death. Yes. She's she's the uh, the grandma you always wanted, cause she cusses, but she also cook for you. Oh yeah. So it's just it's got a great personality, man. I'm looking forward to that, man. Yeah, so if she starts coming over the house, I'm going to be over there a little more. Cause yeah. I, don't pull Eric, though, man. Yeah, what, what did Eric do? So, so Eric, um, I'm putting you on blast, Eric, just because I can. Just because I can. Yeah. Uh, Eric underscore Pollens. Polius. Polius on uh, uh, IG. On his IG, yeah. Uh, he, spells, he spells it real, real weird. Yeah, E-R-Y-K. If you want to stalk this dude, I said I was, I said I was white. Fuck y'all, <laughs> Eric. Eric. Um, not, not only that, uh, you know, looks like Swole, Swole Carlton. He does. Yeah, yeah. He does. He yeah, no, no, he does. That, that was a very accurate description. Um, so anyway, one night he's over there, and you know, she feeds everybody. 
Like you aren't allowed. You you are not allowed around her in her house, and not eat, and not eat till you're completely stuffed. I'm talking like full to the brim. She uh, so she fell asleep on the couch, and Eric just scooted out without saying goodbye, without waking her up and saying goodbye and saying thank you. She's old school like that. Old, wake her up to say goodbye. She cooks for you. She takes care of you. You wake her up. You give her a hug. You say goodbye. He just rolled out. Uh, we call it the Irish goodbye. You know. Yeah. Disappear. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he did that. She called him the next day. You motherfucking piece of shit. You're gonna come over to my house, eat my food, and not even say bye. You fucking serious? You a mother like just went off. <laughs> Yo. I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm going, if you're asleep, I'm going to wake you up. I'm going to grab your booty, smack it a little bit, tell you how. Thank you so much. Hell, I might try to give me a kiss. I don't know. Like, shit, I ain't trying to get that phone call. Damn. Bro, she's hardcore yeah, like that. Like that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Looking forward to meeting this lady. Oh, yeah. She's tough, man. Yeah. She's, uh, she's tough as hell. Uh, well, here we are. Are we going to switch knees or are we going to keep going up? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we've been talking. You haven't even moved the knee. I've been moving the knee. Barely. Well, yeah. I can't move it past that. Yeah, you got to push it. You got to push past it. Push past it. Yeah, there we go. Ugh. Come on, come on, come on. All this this sounds all dirty. All the way in. All the way in. Sounds All the way in. Yeah. That's how it sounds. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. This is what the newbie's like, by the way. You just make funny noises. You just make fun. Uh, dude, so you actually have a client that makes sex noises. Nah, that's not that. That's not my client. <laughs> okay. That's not my client, nah. She tried it, it out one a, time. A demo session, a free demo session. Yeah, I do all my demo sessions for free. Um, but she shall remain nameless. She shall remain nameless, but she was, like, it, the, it, was, it was in the old gym, too, so I mean, like. I mean, it just it just echoed. Everything. Turn the machine up. Ah! Oh, oh, God, no. <laughs> I tried so and she hard kept, to And she kept making more noises. I just started looking over like, what? Are, where I, is the electrode at? I tried so hard not to laugh. I tried to be, I tried to keep my professionality. But I was, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it was so high pitched. I was like, dang, somebody getting it in no, right like, now. Literally, everyone I made eye contact while I was doing her session, they were like, dude, what? I thought, I thought. At first, I thought I was, on the, I was the only one hearing it, but no, then I realized everybody heard that shit. You had women looking over going, dang, <laughs> I got to get a session in. Hey. Oh, man. That, that shit was fucking oh. That shit was epic. That shit was epic. That was probably, like, one of the best newbie stories I have. Oh, I, I, I know you have a real good one. Oh, man. You have a real good one. Yeah, okay. Are you talking with, with, with the X? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so... The way the machine works is you have to have like one positive pad and one negative pad, and like the two like the two pads have to be like in contact in some way for like the current to form. So I got bored. Okay. I'm seriously hoping that the people from Newfit don't hear this. <laughs> I mean, it's you're mad scientist. I am the mad scientist. The electric yeah. sensei. Yeah. So yeah. All right. All right. Let's just let's just. I put okay. one pad on my butt cheek. One pet on her butt cheek, and we started fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so it was awesome. <laughs> now, now, come on, you, you, 
you're, you're leaving. You're. I'm not saying you're leaving something out. You need to explain what was happening. Like, I mean, <coughs> electricity going through your dick. Like, yeah, going through my dick. Like from my from okay. So wherever we made contact, that's where we felt it the most. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I felt for her, but for me, it felt fucking cool. <laughs> You're like, yes. Yeah, maybe because I had the weaker current on mine, but either way, it was fucking awesome. Did did, did she ask for it ever again? No. <laughs> no she I didn't. mean, she did not like that, no. though. No, I, honestly, that was, my, that was the last time I ever saw her. That oh, was, is that, it was that bad, no, huh? No, no, no. I haven't been back to, I haven't been back to San Marcos since. <laughs> I mean, you don't get a text, hey? No, we just, every time I pull out, we know what's up, and then... That's how I that's how I like it. That's how you like it. That's how I like it. Now now is this the same ex that makes you see or look alike and make make your butthole pucker a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Alright. A little bit. Oh man. Actually, hold up. Ow, hey. Literally just posted a picture. <laughs> very close. They look the same, right? They're very close, they look man. The, they're the same fucking person. Hold up. Alright, let's switch knees. We're going to switch knees now. So, we're going to hit pause real quick. Guys, we're coming right back. I want to have it on the other knee so you can hear me scream in pain. All right, guys. We're back. So, we were doing my right knee. Now, we're doing my left knee. Uh, this is, you know, talking about the current and all that stuff. And I got, like, residual uh, feelings of electricity going through my leg. It's, uh, it's kind of like muscle memory. Like, once you start working out and stuff... You know how you have like the soreness afterwards? That's kind of what happens with the with the newbie. It's kind of cool. It's like it's working out without working out. So when you work out with this thing, it it it, it destroys you. Oh yeah, with light weight. Yeah. So check it out. So whenever you're working out by yourself without any kind of weight, uh, you're only using one type of muscle, one type of muscle fiber. Yeah. That's your type two X's. There are three types of muscle fibers. Your type ones, your type two A's, your type two A's. Type ones are stimulated like with like basic shit like picking up your keys and yeah. walking or some bullshit like that. Um, type twos, type two A's are gonna be activated like when you're jogging, like intermediate type of work. Now when you're lifting heavy shit, you're using your type two X's and only your type two X's. So it's like 33% of the muscle. With the newbie machine, the current that it sends to your brain, telling your brain to contract everything in that given area, is literally firing everything in that given area. Every type of muscle. Every type of muscle. Type ones, type two A's, type two X's. Instead of working one third of the muscle, you're working all of it, hundred percent. And we can put that shit under a lot of what I call artificial mechanical tension, which is going to make five pounds feel like twenty pounds. Or five pounds for like a hundred pounds. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, we can do some crazy, crazy shit with this thing. So, like, the we you, I've heard described, and, and I can attest to it now. When you do work out with it using weights, it's like you could be a seasoned lifter, and it feels like you're a brand new lifter all over again. It feels oh, like yeah. it's your first day oh, all yes. over again. Yes. Like. I've seen you make grown men cry with this thing. Like, not cry, but this. Chris Darby. Chris Darby. <laughs> What's at Superman what? Oh, uh, man. A bunch I'm, of numbers. I'm not going to pull A bunch of numbers. Mind. Dude, Chris Darby is a beast. He's an IFBB pro. Yeah. Just. And I humbled that man with this machine. 
Yeah, he's yeah. like like this thing will shut a lot of people down. Yeah. Who's who's your who's probably your coolest client? My coolest client. Let's see. I mean, I'm not like as far as pro bodybuilding goes. No, just coolest client. Like, period. Like like coolest client. Period. You're like man, that dude, that's a cool ass dude. Like actually, it's this guy that I mean didn't even look like. Did he, I'm not even gonna say he doesn't look like he works out, but pretty skinny. Uh, regular white, just like a regular looking white kid. His name's Cameron. Cool, cool shit. Honestly, when I first started training him, I didn't take him seriously. But no, dude has actual goals and shit, and he's actually like a really cool person. So I enjoy, I enjoy my business. That's, that's he's, awesome. He's a good guy. Uh, good guy. Got the glasses on, right? Glasses on. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. It's cool. Yeah. He is a cool dude. Yeah. Very, very quiet, very soft spoken, but yeah. just a cool dude in general. Yeah, very, very laid back guy. Oh man. So. I did. I did have a question for you. Yeah. The newbie, all that fun stuff. If you are on Venmo, you can see people's memos. Yeah. You you have a friend. That oh, you, T. Cook. <laughs> I know where you're going with this one. Yeah. So, like, you read these memos, and it's like paying for your premium Snapchat, uh, booty work. Yeah, shit like that. No. So, uh, I used to live with Tyler back when I lived in San Marcos, and, like, he was in charge of taking care of the rent for the house because we lived in a townhouse. Yeah. And he was taking, he was in charge of taking, taking care of rent. So I knew that his friends would be reading like all of his weird shit on Venmo. So every time I would pay him my piece of the rent or my piece of the electric bill or something like that, I would write some stupid shit like that. Yeah. Premium Snapchat account, uh, ass. <laughs> <laughs> They're just different stupid shit like that. So. It was just funny, and every time, and like his room was like adjacent to mine. So every time I like send my payment, he'd be like, "You're a fucking dick." <laughs> I could hear from like the from the, from across the hallway. So grinder was, for grinder messages, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, things, yeah, things like that. So yeah, no, it's cool. I, th- I think I think guys, we have this inherent like yeah, let's go ahead and get it. Let's see this. How you doing, y'all? Come on in, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. This the JV Swallow Steam. No, fuck all that. What are we doing in here? We're, we're doing podcasts, man. Oh, shit. Hey, podcast. Hey, world. How's it going? Hey, world. Hey. <laughs> we're, we're talking about Miss Charlene uh, earlier. Miss Charlene? Your mama? My mama? Yeah. Oh, what y'all talking about my mama? What she do? Just, I was just talking to her. She has at the hospital right now. Yeah, we were, Let's see what's going on with, with, with we were uh mom. We were uh, talking about... You know, just the kind of person she is. Yeah, oh, dude. I feel like this. Think of me, but in old oh. woman form. Oh, I put it, I, right, I, I put it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I put it like that. It's literally, like, literally an old person with zero filter. So anything is liable like, to come out of my And she's still single, so it's like, yep, he she'll add some crazy-ass shit. Wow, what? I had her on FaceTime, and I walked around the gym, and she's like, Oh, hey. she's recruiting. <laughs> yes, like she was like, "Oh, Henry, who's that?" Like, "Mama, get off this! Get your little horny ass!" Like, huh, dudes, huh. my mama, literally, mama, mama trying to get some D. <laughs> yeah, mama want, mama want, mama want rich dick. I told her, she, she said, I want somebody with a seven twenty FICO score. I said, "Good God, <laughs> she ain't messing with the broke." Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she ain't <laughs> messing with no broke niggas. I told her, she, I say, it's about time you go digging yourself out dealing with these old. Punk ass, lame ass nigga she been dealing with. <laughs> Fuck that. I, I say go all in. 
Get that nigga head in his Rolls Royce. <laughs> this man talking about his mom. What the fuck? <laughs> no, someone some read this meme to me, and she was, it was like some like, ladies, if a man takes you out to Red Lobster for a date, you need you need to do some soul searching and find you a real man. And like someone got on there and goes, maybe he's just trying to save some money. And like this eighty something year old grandma goes. I'll suck cock for Admiral Feast and some cheddar biscuits. I'm like, hey, hey. I was like, I was like, I was like what, where, where had he at? Yeah. Where's she at, man? All I know is if girl, if girl wants the red lobster, know that when we get home, she getting the ultimate feast. Like, I don't need no chick doing that bullshit where we go out to eat, we go somewhere nice and, oh, that was lovely. See you later, bitch. What? Bitch, what? Uh, uh, yeah, you gonna see me later, all right? You gonna see these nuts? And some extra shit and give you another entree of, of beef. Like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, JB. No filter. Yeah. We, we talked about the newbie. Yeah. We talked about what it feels like. And I can only go into so many words because yeah. I mainly do it for rehab. Right. You use it to fuck your shit up. <laughs> I wouldn't say fuck my shit up because that shit has me feeling good after. So like, I put like this. You know those days where I come in here and I'm like, dude, I need to go ham. I need to go stupid. The like newbie, that helps me the go. Will pull yeah. that shit out of you. Yeah, that shit oh, helps know. me feel like I went ham. Like Whoa. that leg day that we had where I did a superset. First of all, is it on? It's on. Good. I'm the first motherfucker to do a superset on a newbie. Suck my dick. It was me. You're not. Well, I'm still taking <laughs> it because I was the first one to have it. Footage. I'm the first to have it documented. Okay. You're not. Well, okay, well, you're, you're the first person to talk about it on podcast. Bet, yes, exactly. Right, and man, when I mean, when I did that, like it's so it truly helps you define where failure is. Like you don't know where failure is at until that thing is strapped on you, and you're literally doing a movement and you can't go down. Yeah, because like I did so many goblet squats, I was like, damn, I can't go. If I wanted to go down, I ain't getting back the fuck up. So it's like, damn. What do you do? It literally tests hard. So it's like, man, I'm getting to that that those reps where it's like, damn, I know this hurts. Instead of it just hurting, I feel like it's like that that turn up moment for me. So I kind of find that fight or flight that you taught me. And by the way, folks, this nigga Henry choked me out in his own gym. That's a real story. We'll put that on podcast. When, when we do when the interview, later. when we do the right. interview, you mean? Because when the new kit gets here, we're doing it to where. He, like we can do actual like legit interviews. Oh, my hair tie. And, Fuck you. <laughs> and what we're gonna do? I'm I'm gonna let JB interview me. Yeah. Ah shit. I'll just take it. There we go. Just take it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just all, right. Take it. all right. But now, um, you got choked out in the gym. Yeah, I got choked out in the gym. So what it fight really kind of helped me with that fight or flight where I go past failure, where my mind's no longer in sync like, with the pain like, is more in sync like with the, outside of yourself yeah, in a way yeah. yeah and like that's what the newbie really helps with so like you know every time I get a chance to, for Kaleshi to apply that thing on me it's almost more like a blessing than it is a curse and especially now for this prep like I feel bigger than I've ever been and yeah. now I feel that way and I also feel tighter yeah. and more flexible and more agile like Dude, this prep with that and the newbie, it's like it's just man, it's it's changing some shit in my skull, and I'm loving it. Like I know how to go past nutty. Yeah, <laughs> you, you find that button and you yeah. just like just rail. Right, dude, it's a it's a it's a it's a go all in button. Yeah, like, I've never had that. 
shit. Let me keep going. Then I'm like, oh man, it starts to feel better. Let me keep on going, but it's hurting, but feeling better at the because same I'm time. You're turning it down as you right. fatigue. So right. It's like it's like a type of electric drop set. Yeah. yeah. What we call it a neurological, neurological drop set. Neurological drop set. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, and that's uh, like when I did it with my shoulders. Like my thing was is I wanted to push myself as hard as I could go. And even then, I, I started using momentum to keep moving. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I don't have a fight or flight. I just, I'm all fight, like, the whole yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, no. Henry is all black man struck. That's all that man's brain is. Uh, he's got, white, he's got too much white privilege. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> where, where do you see the privilege at? Somebody posted today, it's like, white privilege uh, has nothing to do with life being easier. It's just the color of your skin making shit easier. Make it, make the lack of... Or the more melanin in your skin yeah. uh, increases your struggle. I go, <laughs> okay, but my mouth gives me a lot of struggle, too, because yeah. I, I talk a lot of shit. Yeah. A whole bunch of shit. <laughs> but it's shit that you can back up. That's the craziest part. Like, I've yet to see you lose a battle. <laughs> like, I'm just serious. Like, I've never seen them say, you know what? I'm going to keep on growing. And one day, you just see them plateau and say, nope, this is about as big as I'm going to get. Like... Dude, like I said, you keep coming in here and he's proving points. Like what now? That's that's basically what I want to title Henry shit. Henry Walker, what now? <laughs> because you don't know what the fuck's happening. Like like I said, we did a couple of podcasts on this phone and all of a sudden, yeah, I'm getting a professional setup. Nigga, really? Yes. Like and it's like that fast. The mics are in the box. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bro, I've never seen somebody say shit and manifest just as fast. Yeah. Like I already know that wall's being torn down. I'm literally counting the days. Like, we're, I already know. If he's already said it, if it's already been we're at spoken. Eight, we're at 870. Yeah. See what I'm saying? If it's already been spoken, bro. We, we get to 1,200, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. That's, bro. That's, that's, gonna be that's what I'm saying. Bro, we're still in June. We've technically only been open two months. And damn near double memberships. And remember, that was already going to happen be simply because we changed location. So remember, he ain't even get the full effect of bringing niggas in yet. Because they ain't got the full legacy bar bill yet. <laughs> yeah, so now you see why my brain, brain is always blown. That's why I show up every day. What did Henry do? What What's now? What now? Yeah, what now? Yeah, oh, this is put up. What? I mean, like, you've seen the, the sign? I got to wire the sign up. That's like next week. Yeah. No, bro. I got a big metal skull and reach. Yeah, I was just going to say it. No, no, no. You told me about that. You told no, me about have you yeah. seen it? No, I haven't seen it. No. Exactly. Show him. Oh, nigga, you already got it? Yeah, I got it. It's at my house. I got wired up. Bro. I'm, yeah. I'm actually... So, it came raw metal. See, look. I was going to coat it in black. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to clear coat it. So, I got the sprayer and all that already. So, I'm going to go spray oh, clear. I, I got to see this. Brain see busted, this. right? Bro, you're going you're gonna to see it. You go, motherfucker. Brain busted, right? I told you. Why you, why you think why you think Henry Henry's new nickname is what now? It is. Yes. Jesus fuck. That's cold like, as shit. Like bro. Shout out shit ever. Shout out it's, to it's Summer. Going, so Happy birthday right there, Summer. Right? What's up? It's going like right here, right? Yeah, it's going right yeah. there. Gosh, fuck it. Happy <laughs> birthday Summer and I got to put you on blast cuz uh yo yo man dinner in a nightcap. <laughs> All I know is when you get one birthday present and that birthday present is expensive as shit and it gets sabotaged and your man say, nah, I got plan B and your plan B is a motherfucking pool. <laughs> Girl, you better take that man to whatever barbecue spot he want because I don't know how many men would do that. 
would have, I would have been like, yeah, I got this for you. I'd have been like, hey, yeah, like real, real shit. I'd have been like, Summer, here's this busted ass Wagoneer. I know you wanted a working one, but the way the way life set up, yeah, it's going to be this wrecked piece of shit right here. But instead, what the man do? Now, baby, I got you. I got you. Let me go ahead and take care of you. This, you like this pool? Oh, bet, boom, there, (laughs) dude. Panties should drop instantly. Oh, <laughs> mama takes care of me. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I already know. I already know. So, but so the the one sign thing I will tell you is, uh, my buddy Justin, we're actually uh, uh, go got go team stags. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he helped with the move. Um, Calls me kimchi. Kimchi, yeah. Kimchi, kimchi, kimchi yeah. yeah. Kimchi, yeah. Oh, kimchi. Come hey, here. His new nickname is Special K. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he told you know me. He, he told me his other newbie name. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cold shit. Electric Sensei. Yeah. Oh no, he, he knew what. Yeah. That, that's gangster. Yeah. But uh, we're actually doing that. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna get some uh, some white pine. We're gonna burn it, and I'm gonna clear coat it. We're gonna cut it to where we can it'll interlock. And we're doing nine foot uh, tall, nine foot wide, and the skull and wreath is seven foot wide and seven foot tall. We're gonna put it dead center, and I'm gonna backlight it with white LEDs. You want to hear what else is a what now? Because like I said, what now? So what now, Henry Walker? This is gonna be me interviewing him real quick. Now watch this. So just so you can get brain blown real quick, Henry Walker, you've been you've been investing in Legacy Barbell for how long? Five years. Five years. It's not a long time. That's not a long time, bro. We we we. That's, our first day in business was December third, twenty fifteen, and the reason why, like going back to that other topic, my mom passed away December third, nineteen ninety seven. I and she was a. My mom wasn't heavy. My mom was. Uh, let's just say, and I'm. I don't give a fuck if you're just, yeah. Um my stepdad was a cocksucking motherfucker. Yeah. Sorry, Crockett, about your dad. Anyway, um, Crockett's my brother. Um, he called my mom fat all the time. Like after she gave birth to the kid, her my little brother, and all that stuff. You know, she she was trying. My mom was a beautiful woman. She looked like Princess Diana, mm. like for real, like for real, for real. He's seen the pictures. Um, yeah. She was. She worked her ass off, and she was eating like two to three hundred calories a day, smoking two to three packs a day to kill her appetite, taking fin fin redux and water pills, trying to get skinny yeah. for this motherfucker. And what happened is, her arteries hardened on her heart oh, like damn. stone, like petrified. Yeah. And and what happened is, is she ended up having eleven minor and two major heart attacks, in a span of about four hours. Mm. And I'm killing her. Yeah. So. Like every time you go to a gym, like every gym you go to, oh man, it's 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 hundred dollars on enrollment, fifty dollar initiation fee, first and last month. But don't worry, we're gonna prorate the first month for you. So it's the it's the fifteenth, so you only gotta pay half. You gotta come out of pocket like two hundred fifty dollars to join a gym, and then you go, oh, you want personal training? Five sessions, five hundred bucks, <laughs> and you get somebody going. Uh, yes, you're going to uh, do three sets of ten uh, bicep curls in the squat right. rack. Um, well, you got to remember these guys at these commercial gyms, they go get no, these no, nasty no. certs. I, I used to be yeah. one of those guys at the commercial gyms. Yeah. I didn't like how they trained. I didn't like right. how 
the commercial gym would like like pretty much everyone was the same fucking trainer. It was right. so goddamn annoying. Yeah. Right. They wanted you to train the way that they wanted you to train and no other right. way. Yeah. Yep. No other way was acceptable. Yeah. So I used to work at LA Fitness and I didn't I didn't fuck with that. And so, I didn't fuck with that in the slightest. And no. so and, and we'll talk about this during the interview about right. the, the, the logo and where the gym came from. Mm-hmm. But when I said I'm going to open a gym, I was like, I thought about my mom. I was like, there we go. If my mom would have had a gym that didn't cost an arm and a leg to get started at, right? she would have gone. She could have gone. She could have afforded it. And would have got proper training. If she could afford a trainer... And it, it wasn't trying to rape them every time they walked mm-hmm. through the door. Then, right. then she could have, she could have found out. Hey, you need to eat the food. You need to not do this. You don't right. need to take these pills. Just work it's, harder. Uh, right. was, you know what's funny about that? My dad was the exact same way. So my dad, uh, my dad, he was a diabetic, a okay. type mm-hmm. diabetic. So and he was like, a, he was a very, very heavy smoker. He didn't really understand. I don't think he really, really understand like. The damage that smoking right. does to your body, not just lung health, but heart health, right. everything else. Once you start smoking, you become a shit, like, internally, you're a shit show. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, he had diabetes. So, I mean, well, you got a hypoxic drive after that, too, so you're like, it's really screwed. Yeah. So, uh, he got diagnosed, he, got, he found out he had diabetes when I was like 13. Mm-hmm. That was when I just started, that was like when I first started being active. I was playing sports, I was doing football, I was working out like all the time. And, uh, my dad learned a lot of things about working out from what I was doing when I was younger. Yeah. So that uh, that helped get rid of his diabetes. And on top of that, he was like learning how to eat from his doctors and like that. Like learning what carbs. I didn't know what the fuck that was yet because I was yeah fucking 12, 13, somewhere around there. So uh, as time goes on, he started being more and more active, more and more active. But then he started he started working in Nigeria more. Mm. So uh, when he was in Nigeria, he couldn't do like. As far as like activity, he couldn't do or eat the so way. So his activity lessened. Yeah, yeah, his activity lessened, and he couldn't really do what he was doing over here. Little did we know, uh, well, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't fucking know at all. He actually had lung cancer for like the longest time. Right. And we thought like he was getting skinnier and skinnier due to his. Yeah, we thought he was getting skinnier and skinnier due to his diabetes. And like, not this, and we figured right. out that that's not what it was. Right. So, uh, my senior year of high school comes around. Um, I'm kind of like I, I was a I was a shitty high school student. I'm not gonna lie. I was fucking. I was too. I was fucking terrible. Oh, I mean, I had I had I had all these. Yeah, same. Oh, really? Yeah, that was bad. Same. No, I was. I was a straight D student. Well, see, now I was. I was the good apple in class because I love I love researching and reading and all that shit. But I was bad with fighting and all that shit. So oh, no, no, literally, no, my was, conduct was bad. Nah, my my, 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 my <laughs> conduct was great. I didn't do homework. I didn't really give a fuck about to a teacher. Right. I mean, that was a fucking waste of time. My grades were shit, but my SAT score was on fucking point. <laughs> I got like, you. I, I, was, I was that guy. So uh, my SAT score was good, but it wasn't good enough to get into like a major college. So I was oh, like, damn. You know, let me just figure out what the fuck I'm going to do. Right. My dad was pissed the fuck off. <coughs> my dad was fucking furious because, I mean, Nigerians, they're... Yeah, the expectation with them in schooling. Like, that nigga should be a high. doctor right now. The expectations were high. Yeah. He should be uh, Dr. So, Mumbona. <laughs> I, I try. I, no, I, I I spent most. I spent the over, right. I spent the overwhelming overwhelming majority of my time in high school 
working out. So my dad came back. He came back like crazy skinny. I'm like, what the fuck happened to this guy? <laughs> I was like, holy what shit. What ate you? Yeah, yeah no, exactly. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, so I mean, you seen like a 40 pound loss. Not even, like more than that. Okay. Like the dude came back like a twig. I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? So I didn't really know what was going on because my dad was actually mad at me because he found out that I was fucking up a class. Yeah. So, I mean, like dude, we had like little, we, yeah, we, kept, we, were, like, we were like butting heads yeah. for like a little while. And on top of that, I got caught smoking weed once. Oh, he, he wasn't really fucking with that. So like yeah. ever since then, I've been like, like kind of like, there, there was like this weird animosity right. between me and him. Yeah, so, black parents don't play yeah, with that. Yeah, there was, yeah. yeah it was like <laughs> neither white, brave, yeah. what brave? Right. Country white people don't either. Oh no! Nah. Oh yeah, nah, old school, traditional. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I we, we were kind of butting heads with that. So I mean, and on top of that, he 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 was in Nigeria for like a really really big part of my childhood. Yeah. So I I had a father. But he just wasn't really around. No, no, I, I feel that. that I see. I see. Simply, yeah. simply to the fact that he had to provide for us while he was over yeah. that journey. He was like building a lot of shit over there. He was like a. Uh, he actually, he was actually a mayor of a town in Nigeria. Oh, and cool. Then, he was, then uh, after his term was up, he became a uh, like a contractor, like doing big government contracts and stuff like that. So he was doing all that, all that over there, but he was not necessarily taking care of his body the way that he needed to. Right. Uh, smoking, my dad. My dad was a chain smoker. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he he, he got the moment. Yeah, stress. Uh, yeah, that, that stress. That stress. Yeah. So he came back skinny. Right. He came back like skinny. And shit. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is right. going on? So uh, they go to a doctor. They taught. They say like it's like malaria or something like that. I'm like, oh, it's just malaria. It's not that big of a deal. We'll, we'll get past this. Uh, I get a call from my mom saying, hey, uh, you need to come visit your dad at the hospital. I'll send you the I'll send you the name and the address of the hospital. I'm like, all right, cool. So she sends me the name. She says, uh, M D Anderson. I'm like, uh, yeah, cancer no center. Yeah. yeah, no, no, right. no, no. I no, I was confused as fuck. I'm like, uh, this thing has malaria. Like, why yeah. is he at the why is he right. at a cancer hospital? So I'm calling my mom. Like, mom, I think you sent me like the wrong hospital. I think you sent me the wrong hospital. She's like, she's like, I can't talk right now. I can't talk right now because she was like, scared. Yeah, she was like yeah. scared to say, hey, your dad has cancer. So I was like, I, I got like mad confused. I got mad confused. I was really cool with one of my teachers over uh, over at Klein. Uh, his name was Mr. Philip. Yeah, Phillip. like one, like literally, literally one of the coolest people I've met in my entire life. Uh, so he was. I told him. I told him what was wrong because I was like really close with him. He was like, uh, that's definitely a cancer hospital. You wanna really, really, really wanna figure out what's going on. You wanna get your ass out. Yeah. So I went yeah. home. I, my mom was home. My mom like gave me the news. She's like, yeah, your dad has. Everything makes sense now. Yeah, it all makes sense because back when I was, yeah, I was 15 when this happened. Uh, We were in the car. My dad was like buying like Christmas gifts, and like we pulled into like uh, like uh, some parking lot. Like literally, starts coughing his lungs. I was like literally, it's like the worst cough I've heard in my in my entire fucking life. Yeah. I was like, I was scared. I was like, dude, are you okay? Like, yeah. It was a bad fucking cough. Like it was, he was wheezing for like two minutes while I was in the passenger seat. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah. And then like he kind of collected himself after, and then just went on with his day. I'm like, 
That's valid. Yeah, yeah, that's I was that's like, a warrior that, that, right that, there. That, that's the, the, I'm dying, but I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, no, like I was, right. like, I was actually scared for a while. I was Talk like, about perseverance. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? This is like, this is scary as shit. And yet he's unbothered. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> no, he like he would, no, he was bothered for a little bit, well, but he was shooken up by it. Yeah, like he just went on and carried out of the day. I was like, for the rest of the, for the rest of the day, I remember I was just like. Bro, like that—that that wasn't right. So right. Like something's up. Like something's right. something going on. Like Damn, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but where was I going with this? Yeah, but like, if my dad had the knowledge that I had, that I have now, right. Yeah. Like, if they actually taught that kind of shit in Nigeria, like more, like they didn't necessarily worry about like financial help. Right. They started worrying about like personal health because the thing is, I've been in Nigeria. The people there aren't healthy. No. <coughs> The people, no, people, are, people, right. people, people in, te- in Texas are in, yeah. in U.S. And but the thing is, right. we have the knowledge. We we have we we have the access to knowledge here. That's what well, Nigeria. Well, that's they're, they're, they're not pushing that. They're not pushing that. Right. Well, pushing well, that. well, the thing, thing is, is we, we don't different. we don't we don't push health here. Right. Think about how many fast food commercials but you think, see. Yeah. But think about how many health enthusiasts we have here. Where I didn't see one in Nigeria. Right. What thing is 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 think of how many health. Uh, professionals we have here, like like trainers, right. dietitians, nutritionists, yeah. all these everything, all these people that know about it, versus the mass population. How many people do you know that are actually? Yeah, you got to remember we're a small population of the entire nation. I mean, when you think about like, yeah, you see trainers and bodybuilders because we're around it, we're around it all day. But I mean, dude, if we went somewhere like no, okay. The reason Africa or Nigeria does, you know, they have that problem where they're not being taught those things is because it's a, it's a poverty-stricken area. Yeah, so you got to remember it being a third world country. Yeah. That's the same thing as like we, if you went to the third world right now, half the time you ain't going to see fit motherfuckers in there. You're going to see motherfuckers that's living in poverty. They don't know. So remember, the system there is very different from the system that we have. Like we're different. We have, Like you said, we have access to it. Yeah, but with so you got to remember like wherever wealth or you so remember we're in the woodlands we're not in Houston we're not in a poverty stricken area in Houston so we don't get the same opportunity and that's what I want to say the opportunity is different like we have better opportunities to better ourselves simply because we're in a better environment if you're in a third world country where I mean, all you know is you know warfare and just you know always. Well, I'm saying warfare and then because I'm looking at what they always broadcast. Like when I when they when I think of Nigeria or parts of Africa, all I hear is chaos. I don't ever hear anything good coming out of it. But then you know you know, look at the, social the media. Of Lion King. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, like I mean, dude, look at every movie. Whenever we're, th- we're we're brought overseas, like the only one that I remember that was funny to me or had like some kind of like bright idea to it was the guys must be crazy. Now you know how long that movie was. Yeah. Now when I think of every other thing, I think of Hotel Rwanda, uh, uh, that movie with Bruce Willis. I think it was like Son of Fire or something like that. Uh, uh, Tears of the Tears Sun. Tears of the Sun. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that's what's always being portrayed over there. It's not. Congo. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing of positive nature being brought over there until you look on social media and you see these people uniting with each other still. So, I mean, in in all honesty, it would take like like Acon, like what Acon does, where he tries to go back and he gives back. Like that's literally the only way they're going to be able build to build school, build hospitals. Now, right. 
as far as like bringing the fitness industry into Nigeria, that was my end goal. Well, that's why. That was, um, that, that, that's my end goal. That's why I started with Nigeria. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm trying to pursue the things I'm trying to pursue to bring everything back over there. So someone who had who was in the same situation as me wanted to deal with the shit that I dealt with. Yeah, yeah. Because losing my dad was literally probably one of the hard. It was honestly one of the most character. Uh, not even, I wouldn't even want to say character, but because it's a busy character. Yeah. Thing. But it shaped me into what I am today. Right. But It gave you better enlightenment. Yeah. It gave well, you better enlightenment. And that's the way I am with, with opening this place. It's for enlightenment. Yeah. It's for better. It's for the character. It's literally improvement. <laughs> it's literally. Because the last thing I want is, I don't want to see a kid be in the same position I was in. Right. Uh, and And have... Lose their parent over, over, yeah. over bad choices on mm-hmm. health and things like that. They're trying to take care of their health, but doing it wrong. Right. Bro, going man, right man, I grew up a fat kid, yeah. and I know why I was fat. My mom, God rest her soul, I love that woman. She was amazing. But she used to go to uh, Sam's Club and get the, the microwave cheeseburgers Ooh, uh, and microwave, the egg rolls. sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hot Pockets. Oh, she used yeah, to deep fry Hot Pockets. Mm-hmm. Oh dang! Yeah. Oh, they're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's the art of not knowing. Yeah, the, the, like that's true art of ignorance because it's like they're here. She is saying, "Hey, I'm caring for my family," but she's caring for her family the way that she knows. Like, there's no one saying, "Hey, don't give Henry that hot pocket. Give him some celery sticks and some and some yeah. chicken wings." Yeah. You see, is it's. Because, I mean, my family is the same way. When I was growing up, it was crawfish everything. Crawfish this, crawfish that, crawfish this, then fried chicken. Then, like... My mom used to do, yeah. like, my mom used to do like, the hot dogs and chips. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, now, when we went home every day, it was the hot dogs and chips. So right. You get that little microwave, microwave that was frozen. All right. Yeah. Something like that, so... So, I mean, think about what... Like, think about how that was then, and them raising us... Versus now where we know so much stuff. Right. So now it's like us trying to teach them, like, hey, put that down. Like, I don't know how many times I told Claire Reese to put a damn cherry coke the fuck down. I'm like, dude, stop doing that. Then she goes to the doctor, and the doctor's like, you need to drink more water. And I'm just here with my hands up, like, saying, hey, that's what I've been yelling. Just just once, listen right here. I think I can show you. But, like I said, it's it's been instilled in them for so long. They don't know how to get out. That's like that's like having that prison mentality when you get a nigga that come out of jail and he's been in jail for like ten years, then he's like out in the real world. It's kind of like acting like he's still in jail. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, so nigga, you're out. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, he's enjoy the fact that yeah, like, dude, you can go outside. Like, no, fam, I got super here. Less side of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, dude, it's it's you literally have to take them out of their environment. That's why I'm trying to get my mom the fuck here because I'm like, dude, let me take you out of that environment. Let me put you in a different environment that'll teach you new things. You know, teach your old dog new tricks. That's what I'm trying to do. But hell, it's like if you can't get them to come over, then it's like they're just stuck in their own system. And that's just what happens. I Like I watch my grandpa to this day. That dude got diagnosed with cirrhosis. He got diagnosed with lung cancer too. This dude, oh, yeah, I know what yeah, this dude still parades around. This dude still parades around and takes a shot of whiskey, and it's like that's just irresponsible. As fuck. Yeah, it's irresponsible, <laughs> but I like I can't yeah, knock it because yeah. I'm like the man's still alive. The man's sitting in his 80s, 
I mean, all in, internally just just messed up, but still able to function. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what to do with that. But I'm like, hey, had I got them like ten years ago or or twenty years ago, and I know what I know now, like you were saying, huh? You be twelve? Yeah, <laughs> I'd be young and I'd be like, come here, pop. Let me show you how to do this. And can you, you, can you imagine twelve year old jacked JV? Oh, bro, it's like. Have you seen that picture of that baby? Yes. That, that I already know what you're talking about. He's like yeah. sitting like this, and they make fun of him as being like 50 Cent when he was a, a kid or something. Uh, or I like, don't know what that kid's going to look like when he's 30. Uh, I hope that's Photoshop. <laughs> if that ain't Photoshop, be, that's a pit bull coming out. He's, he's going to be five foot tall. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, he's going he's to be running Romanians, wrestling bears and shit. You're going to see exciting news on this kid. Kid picks tree up. Un- Unroots tree, yeah, with dick. <laughs> right, like, dude, might as well buckle up. You're gonna be like seventeen Lebrons. Then it's gonna be a bunch of athletes all over the place. Five foot four, but can has a fifty foot. I mean, fifty inch vertical. Like what? <laughs> that's a super. Right, that's but like, I mean, get ready for it. That's yeah. that. I mean, that's evolution. We get bigger, faster, stronger. <laughs> buckle up, Betty. All right, guys, so we're, here's the deal. We're about to wrap up. JB, where can they find you? Nigga, you know, Legacy Barbie. <laughs> All right, Kalechi, where can they find you on IG? On IG, you can find me at Kalechi underscore Mbonu. That's K-E-L-E-C-H-I underscore M-B-O-N-U. Okay. Well, is there, is there one for Mad Scientist? Uh, no, that, it's all together. It's all together. Yeah, okay, all cool. Together. All right. Well, guys, that's been a Heathen Culture podcast. Thank you so much. Want to say, you know, this has been awesome for us. We're we're getting some creative energy out, and uh, for everybody that's subscribed, thank you so much. Do me a favor, find us on iTunes and Spotify. Hit subscribe. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed. And uh, you know, the name of the new product is uh, Alpha Mike Foxtrot, which means adios, motherfuckers. Y'all have a wonderful day. <laughs>